When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio indeed for your company always uh, good uh, to have you join me whether you're watching on talk tv or on listening on talk radio uh, we are here until 10 o'clock uh, and then mike graham will take over ian collins and plenty more great stuff on uh, talk tv throughout the day uh, joining me for the next few hours i'm delighted to say once again is sam armstrong who's commentator good morning to you good morning julia um loads to talk about as always uh, and as often is the case these days you know we have to become an expert in virology an expert in uh, economics expert in energy so We've got an awful lot of quite complicated stories around today and fast moving stories as well. So we've got all the political aspects of the mini budget and the pressure on Liz Truss to, you know, a month in to save her premiership. Quite bizarre scenario. Uh, and Kwasi Kwarteng uh, answering Treasury questions yesterday, PM, uh, facing PMQs today. But lots of the focus has been in the last 24 hours on the Bank of England governor, Andrew Bailey, um, who he has said announced that the pensions help is help for the bond market to shore up pension funds uh, must end by Friday. £65 billion worth of money, not your money, my money, not taxpayers' money, Bank of England reserves were, being, were going to be used up to this Friday for two weeks uh, to help sort of shore up the bond market. So just basically calm everybody down. Um, but he said that was going to end by Friday. He's barely spent a fraction of that money, hasn't he? Um, but um, as soon as he announced this, what a surprise, uh, a lot of people... Uh, started getting a bit twitchy. Um, word this morning, after the pound fell sharply against the dollar, is that the Bank of England officials are hinting that actually they may well continue help. But we are once again, it appears, in just a rather strange situation where the value of the pound falls, panic on the markets, some sort of emergency statement's going to happen. Um, and it all seems to have been concocted out of, well, just, in, I suppose failure of leadership here in this case the bank of england yeah i think that's absolutely right and what the bank of england is trying to do is essentially unwind this bizarre uh, ever complication of the financial system it's exactly what yeah. we saw in the run-up to 2008 with these uh, weird subprime mortgages here we've got these things called liability driven investment trades i'd never heard of them you'd never heard of them i'm i'm Ever glad that the Ramonas on Twitter seem to have heard about them as much as they had about <laughs> constitutional law and virology <laughs> for years, and they're claiming now. Basically, they'd trebled in size, the number of these, since 2010. They'd come out of nowhere, and the Bank of England has realised that when the bond market all of a sudden gets jumpy, 
these uh, trades have the capacity to unwind dramatically. Yeah. And that's really risky and could jeopardise a lot of people's uh, pensions. But what I'm wondering is how on earth, on earth, on earth did the regulators, did the Bank of England, so clever, so qualified, so well paid. No, so much more than us. No, so, so much more than us allow this uh, situation to evolve Yet again, we've yeah. just we were barely a decade on the last. But, but this time. this is all just sort of balancing books against you know this bond yields fall or go or, or go up, whichever God, whichever way around it is. I'm not going to pretend I, I understand this. I just wish I was invested in all of it. Um, uh, that, uh, that that therefore that there's going to be bond sales and then the market plummets. Banks basically steps in as they did a couple of weeks ago. Look, we're just going to spend billions buying up a load of bonds. Basically, the government is the, the Bank of England is just buying up British government bonds. Basically, buying up all British national government debt is being bought up by the Bank of England, supposedly independent. Um, uh, the thing about this is it, it's not actually costing us any money. So, you know, when you know, the Rachel Reeves, the shadow chancellor, says you know, £65 billion taxpayers' money is being spent, that's, that's, she's, she was an economist at the Bank of England. She knows that's a lie. That's not true. But we did have the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, warning yesterday that that mini mega budget, as we keep calling it, back in late September, had made tackling inflation harder. And given that you know, pretty much the only job of the Bank of England is to tackle inflation, they're not doing a very good job of that right now, plus messing up the markets. Would it be fair to ask, what difference does all of this make? Does this make any difference to anyone? Other than the fact, of course, if pensions, uh, investments go down, that's going to affect an awful lot of very ordinary people, very ordinary incomes, not just the rich, you know, the rich bigwigs. Yeah, I, I think you're right to say the Bank of England's got one job is restricting inflation. And... I don't think it should just have one job, but there we are. Uh, well... Quite. Um, but the Chancellor's got another job. And what the IMF said about the Chancellor yesterday is that his mini mega budget is going to deliver growth. So uh, good mm. for him in, in one sense. Yeah. But what the Bank of England is also there to do is to prevent, uh, with the regulators, the market being so fragile so that the Chancellor has the choice, who's elected, and let's not forget the Bank of England, not elected, we didn't yeah. choose them. Uh, the Chancellor is allowed to take big decisions such that he can grow the economy uh, and we can all become more prosperous. And, and instead, what we've seen here is the Bank of England has failed in its duties. The economy is so fragile that, that when uh, the, the Chancellor decides to end even a smidgen of the brown eye economics that have been dominating this country for, for mm. 25 years, uh, the whole system seems to go into meltdown. Yeah. Well, this, the, the, there had been some hints that the Bank of England was going to you know, end quantitative easings, basically printing of money to all intents and purposes. OK, it's not actually printed on paper, but that's what's been happening since, well, since 2007, 2008. Um, but they said they were, they were planning to stop doing that and sort of rein things in. And the moment that was even hinted at, oh, everyone went, oh, no, no, no. The banks went, no, no, no. And so they printed more. Oh, well, what a surprise. We're just printing money. We've got inflation. I mean, who knew? Look, the trouble is, I suppose, you know, there's no doubt the government's being blamed for this. There is a massive communication problem in, from number 10 and from number 11. Uh, there's a massive communication problem, I think, from Liz Truss and Kwasi Kwarteng in terms of their ability to speak to the nation. Also, their willingness. It's like, you know, you you can't just go and do a very sort of defensive interview with Laura Kunzberg. You know, you need to do, you need to be speaking to the nation, explaining what you're doing, explaining to the market, setting us up, explaining the, pro the process. How is this, you know, how is this going to deliver growth? What's it going to do? Who's going to accept the pain? Who's going to accept the benefit what's going to happen who's going to pay for it um you need all of that but there's there is also an element where we you know <laughs> this is not all down to quasi quarting and Liz Truss 
At the end of the day, or even the Bank of England, we are talking about major world events. We're talking about, you know, lockdowns, Ukraine war, and people, it's nothing to do with COVID, it's to do with lockdowns. This would not have been happening on anything like the same scale if we hadn't seen not just our country, but most of the world lockdown. What is happening in China with ongoing lockdowns, their zero COVID policy, that is continuing to have a massive, massive impact on world supply. Once you have a limit on supply, you've got increased demand, guess what happens? Prices go up. Yeah, and uh, I'd like to see some of our uh, anti-Brexit friends pointing out uh, or admitting, perhaps, that uh, inflation in Germany, higher. Inflation in the Netherlands, higher. But why do I say, but did they, did they leave the EU or not? I can't remember. Look, the, it's exactly that. The whole world is feeling this. And, and let's be clear, the reason it's worse in, in Northern Europe is because they decided to jump in bed with Russia for, for 10, 15 years. Yes, for, for their Russian gas. For the Russian gas. Uh, yes, the uh, ever-perfect Angela Merkel, lauded this, as this great global to leader. To this day. To this day. Um, yeah, failure on defence, failure on energy, absolutely. Um, so we... Give me a percentage. What percentage is down to poor decision making, bad communication or whatever, or bad timing from Liz Truss and Kwasi Kwarteng? And how much of it is international stuff totally outside of their control? My gut says 80 percent is international. Um, there is not a country in Europe that is not going through this. This is uh, something that's being led by America. Uh, the Federal Reserve has a huge global impact. Uh, 20% is the communications failure and Downing Street did not warm the country up ready for this. And yet, and yet there's, an, there's a lot of urge of people to sort of pile on Liz Truss and Kwasi Kwarteng. I want to give them, you know, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm, I'm struggling, <laughs> but I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. Annoyingly, by the way, Business Secretary Jacob B. Smog is on a media round this morning. Um, hasn't been able to squeeze us in. So if you did want to tweet at all to Jacob B. Smog and, and his government department that maybe you might want to squeeze us in. Messages have been sent. Um, be nice to maybe hear from uh, the government justifying their policies. Would it not? Um, Ukraine, let's just talk about Ukraine very briefly as well. Uh, G7 yesterday uh, with a Zoom call um, had a uh, added, added in uh, President Zelensky of Ukraine briefly and basically said, look, you're going to get us help as long as you need it. That's the right decision. Yeah, and even Germany finally has woken up and now decided to send some air defences. I said them to join the club. Yeah, yeah, seven months after Russia started bombing them and uh, immediately after Russia decided to send cruise missiles at uh, uh, Ukrainian cities, uh, the Germans have now sent the air defences necessary to uh, stop playgrounds from getting bombed from the sky. Uh, so that's good. Uh, but I can see uh, that the war is beginning to turn and I believe, finally, finally believe that Western governments themselves now think that Ukraine is going to win this war and win it outright. I am amazed, actually. You know, we had, uh, you know, former UK commander of, you know, of, of, of British forces and we've had former Lieutenant General um, Ben uh, Hodges of the US Army in Europe both saying very categorically this week they believe that Ukraine will win. The question is the cost of winning. But again, the more help we give them, the quicker it is, the lower the cost, isn't it? The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. Thanks for listening to the Julia Hartley Brewer Daily. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 